fool yourself by thinking the woods mean you no harm. Do not look at a tree and see only a goblet, chair, or table in waiting. No. We are but food to them, and the bounty of the woods is merely the bait they leave for their quarry. Yes, that tree, that one there, it is hunting you, even now. Don't fear yet, just be careful. You'll know when the hunt begins, when you need to run. You'll not hear the snarls of the blood hunters. No Tegu Packmaster will sound a bell. No, you will hear the terrible brass and braying of the trees themselves. They like it when you run. When you run, you don't fight back. They don't chase me, not anymore. They got my friends, got in their blood, wrapped them up, and dragged them away. Me, though, I don't run anymore. Fight them. Skin them. Wear their remains with pride. When you go into the woods, forget your name. You'll carve a new one into their skins. Me? My name's Barker. What name will you carve? Welcome to the Crooked Thimble, where like minds meet. I'm your host, Trick Dempsey, and today we are continuing our adventures in Iron Immortals, the shared setting between this tabletop game, the video game and development at the Crooked Thimble, and my latest novel, Seven Days a Servant, which is currently available for pre-order on Inkshares. This game is being conducted using a hacked version of the Dungeon World system by Sage Latora and Adam Cobalt. We've replaced some of the classes and altered the flavor of several spells and abilities because Iron Immortals contains no explicit magic, but rather the humans of the Nations of Promise rely on alchemy. Today, we are using Roll20 to display maps and other visual information. The two relevant maps are available on the Crooked Thimble. For now, though, we need to introduce our players and send our adventurers on their most dangerous journey yet. Welcome to Iron Immortals Game 2! It's not character creation this time! Uh, I am your host, Trick Dempsey. You can find me on at Trick Dempsey on Twitter. Uh, Brianna. I'm Brianna Dempsey. You can find me at Brianna and Dempsey at, uh, at, on Twitter. I'm bad at this. Great job. Uh, Hannah. Uh, I'm Hannah Garbez. You can find me at CindersElla on Twitter. Bob. I'm Bob Poteet. Don't look for me. <laughs> And they'll find you from the show notes. It'll be fine. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's okay. So, when last we left our heroes, they uh, had a mysterious benefactor who gives them missions uh, all over, uh, you know, Mustone and Fell through unusual means. You 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 find one of these hidden messages. You meet up at the soggy bottom, and uh, shenanigans ensue. As is recommended for the first adventure inside of, inside of Dungeon World, we're going to start a little bit after one of those has occurred. So, I wouldn't say that it's gone off without a hitch, but this is the first time you've really received a message that had a significant time pressure to it. Because, as it turns out, this job is double booked. Oh. We're not the only ones, Another huh? adventuring party... Another adventuring party has been hired. Or is being sent, rather... Uh, to a temple that was found inside of the Verdwood at Foul Fallow Gr- Glade. Fall Fallow Glade. Where the trees now, fall and lie fallow. Conveniently, you have a sap runner with you who knows exactly what that is. Maybe. Uh, 
impediment. Probably. Just did not consider this to be interesting enough to tell anyone about. Hey, there's a there's a collapsed stone temple inside the Verdwood. Oh, there are a hundred of those. Who cares? Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff out there's... there. Forest's creepy, yo. Tell me about it. Short on time. That you were not read. given much of an op- uh, you were not given much opportunity to prepare. So you only have the rations that are that are appear on your character sheet. Some of you will have adventuring gear and that sort of stuff available to you, but uh, you didn't be- have time to research and get specific weird gear or anything like that. However, I would like you to know that at any point in this game, if you feel that it is something that you would have done quickly and efficiently prior to leaving on your adventure, uh, you can ask to start a flashback and we will try to flashback to getting the thing that you wanted. And we will cover how that works when it comes up. However, first and foremost, you had to set out from Mustan and Fel uh, to Fel Follow Glade. I'm just going to work on that all day. it'll, It'll happen. Now, I'm going to ask you a quick question. You had two things that you could have done as far as methods to get to Fall Fallow Glade. One is, uh, you could have gone to a nearby lumber town and stayed the night just shy of a day's journey. There's a path and a, and a lumber camp that would have allowed you to not have to sleep in the woods. But this might cost you that little bit of time that you need to be, get there ahead of the other party. Or, you could take a route that means that you'll have to spend at least one night in the forest itself. Question. Um, yes. Did our mysterious um, benefactor tell us that, that there was another team, that they hired us and someone else? How do we know this? So this is the strangest thing. This time, your message came from... Uh, you got you got your weird message, which we can look back to how you got in the first place. Uh, but it actually directed you to a place where a small letter was actually shoved someplace, untranslated, uncryptified, but it's a letter addressed to you. So essentially, your weird coded message led you to a dead drop, oh. which contained the information that was, another group has been sent... They must not get, and it was simply referred to as the artifact from Fall Fallow Glade. Ah. From the temple at Fall Fallow Glade. Mm. Mm. I do like artifacts. Mm. Mm-hmm. When you have, I don't uh, like when you things have coming out this, of that forest that aren't supposed to. Uh, when you have completed this, you are expected to uh, take the artifact to the uh, the Scribner supply uh, here inside of Mostan and Fell, and you will find better more directions there. Okay. Um, I think I would vote for the edge, just because. Hey, we're gonna have to sleep in the wood eventually, and we're we're tough. We've done this before. That would be my. My vote, but we all know how um, how Kaya feels about risk. Actually, she doesn't feel very good about risk. How does Kaya? Oh, okay. Kaya doesn't like risk, but Kaya feels like this risk is worth it. As long as you listen so, so to her. So are you her. saying that... 
So the, the thing you're willing to risk is to actually fall behind the other party, no, correct? No, the thing I'm willing to risk is sleeping in the woods. Okay. I okay, think, so you're going to do the fast route. I think we can handle it. I have confidence I, in us. I suspect that there's a great deal of conflict in Reed about her superstitions about the woods versus winning a contest of being the fastest. <laughs> Which is kind of a point of pride for a runner. Uh, so probably she got high and then said, sure, let's do this. I can't die, right? No one can die. That's not a thing. Professor, <laughs> Professor Heisenberg, what are your thoughts? Adjunct, Professor Heisenberg. So she, um, she's terrified, uh, because she is not that tough, and she knows it, and camping in the woods is going to be very uncomfortable. But she recognizes mm. the necessity of doing so, and the fact that she's out we'll take outvoted. Care of you. So she'll just be a little petulant about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> And it's all right. It's not like anyone ever really sleeps in the forest when they sleep in the forest, you know. We'll take turns. We'll set up a watch. We'll be extra cautious as kind of we we will appear to be pandering to Isolt's, like, fears, but in reality also our own. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, like, no, you don't ever, like, you, you do need to be ready to run at a moment's notice, like, seriously. It's dangerous stuff in here. And with those words echoing in your ears, you reach the edge of the Verdwood, and as, uh, oh shoot, as Impediment Reed is about to step in, you take one last glance back at civilization. Please, what does Impediment Reed look like before leaping into the forest this time? There's probably a brief look of fondness towards town before stealing herself and just striding in. She's got her hair tied back. She's got her uh, Croxabore quill cloak clutched tight. She's she's ready for anything. All right. Isold, you're right behind her. Isold. What is it that... What does Isold look like one final snapshot before leaving civilization for good? Um straightening her very stylish hat uh, trying to kick in her practical boots which her companions insisted that she she buy and wear for this sort of expedition um, not stylish at all but that's okay that's okay I have my books and my my pack so uh, so it will uh, gather herself up despite the horrors that await like not sleeping and having to run and other terrible terrible gym class sort of activities that she doesn't like at all she is very scared probably sweat drop okay. anime, <laughs> anime sweat drop when she turns and sees the forest <laughs> nice it's terrible Kaya um, Kaya, you are stepping out of the lands of the Empire and into the unclaimed land of the Verdwood, even 
something that would call itself the Empire of Promise, laying claim to the whole na- whole island in a single phrase, is not so ballsy as to say it owns the Verdwood. Um, Kaya looks upon the Verdwood with an apprehensive but curious eye. She's been here before. She doesn't. She treats it with respect, but she has to admit she kind of loves the danger just a little. Um, as such, she buckles her um, cloak a little tighter around her so that nothing will catch. She makes sure her hair is pulled back and secure, that does a slight check of her bow and her sword and her rations. Everything is secured and strides purposefully to the front of the line because she's the ranger. She knows how to scout these things. But then she remembers that, oh yeah, Reed knows where we're going. So now she's like, come on up here and, and, and where are we going again? I'll keep out from danger. Doing so tell me, uh, did Batman Angus leap in? <laughs> did Angus leap in ahead of you or is Angus slinking behind? Angus is, oh, You've, we've broken the rule already. We've mentioned the animal companion, and now <laughs> horrible things will happen to it. <laughs> Angus is, in fact, um, slinking in behind, although he did stop and lick the last tentative grade blades of grass before entering the wood. Just, you know, out of spite. <laughs> so we're going to cheat a bit. You guys are technically undertaking a perilous journey, but you're once again in montage. Ooh, montage. We aren't we aren't going to face the dangers of, of assigning your roles or figuring out all of the days of it. The important thing to know is is that just so so you went into the wood at sunrise. You you camped just outside of it on the night before, and uh, you you've you've gone in just as the shadows, since the verdwood is to the east. Uh, the shadows were even still stretching over your camp as the sun was rising and you and you went in. Mm-hmm. Just after noon, just when you should be halfway there, you hear voices, human voices, coming from a creek bed that you yourselves are not moving through. But the voices are going quick. They're going quick through the creek bed. You can't tell quite how many there are. One voice is is higher and more childish, perhaps, than the rest. But they're coming up the creek bed, and they're catching up with you. Oh. Hmm. So you've got a lot of choices there, but uh, I guess you have a an official scout, your ranger. So tell me, Kaya, what do you do? Um, well, it would be easy enough to slip back just a little with Angus at my side and um, let him lead the way, for he has the scouting. That is one of the things that he can do. That's trained in is scouting, and um, you know, an animal is much less likely to capture attention in the forest than a person. And we haven't been talking because you know, what's there to talk about? It's the woods. Um, so. I, uh, I like will just that motion. Has been babbling at least a little bit, oh. pedantically about the different, you know, the different leaves that she recognizes, Is and the- also like, "Ooh, what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that?" Oh, 
Well, What's that one's poisonous uh, unless you boil it, and oh, <laughs> okay. wow. that one will so make you see blue thing. is green. <laughs> Isold has mentioned this, so it's, it's worth bringing up. You're used to getting all of your alchemical ingredients in a shop. You know, you, you go shopping and you buy these things, and you're like, oh, I know these are the stamens of the thornswipe plant. I know that this is what frostberry leaf looks like and smells like, and I know how to, to prepare the concoction, the explosive concoctions of all of these terrible alchemical devices that you have. Now you're seeing these things out in the wild, and you realize that, for example, the, uh, the thornswipe plant pulses along its length. It's sort of two messes from one end to another as a human passes by it. Oh yeah, don't get too close to that one. It It's named for that for a reason. Whoa. <laughs> and all of these things that you've used for years as, as, as weapons or even as curative devices, all of these things you realize are sitting there waiting for you to get close so that they can kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Terra. Isold, what do you do? You hear voices. Oh, well, that might be the the people we're supposed to beat, right? I shouldn't we should we hide? Kind of curious. How well can I hide? I still have my flare on. <laughs> uh, we should probably maybe jog ahead. Yes. Jogging. Okay. Uh, well, I don't think any tree could hide you that didn't eat you first. Mm. Uh, Isolt. Uh, Kaya, right. on the other hand, you might do all right. Do you want to check them out? And if you scream, we'll come back. <laughs> all right. Um, we'll do a staggered we'll approach. We'll give um, them something to keep following if they're following us. Yeah, I'll hold. But I'll hold here. You keep going. I'll send Angus back, and then we'll have a, a hold and wait, and hide an area that at least we know is not going to. I'm not going to run into then anything I'm, there. And I'm still walking. Yeah, you guys are going. I'm holding <laughs> yeah, and waiting. Like, Angus is scouting while, to the back. While while you're thinking and muttering, uh, I I kept going. Oh, I see. <laughs> so it's so look, like look the one. She's sm she's smart enough to think of that plan, but not smart enough to wait and see if anyone else follows it. All looking right. at both of you. Looking to you. Looking to you. Looking to you. Looking to you. And with a short little leg. Kaya's like, go with her. <laughs> it's also oh, quietly. Sure thing. Is old. You. You've delayed. The, the, the longest. You tarried ever so briefly. And ahead of you, you see those terrible monstrous plants that are just Ooh. everywhere. Wow. So delightful, and yet you know, so magical, and yet so dangerous. How do you pick your way around them as you try to catch up with Impediment Reed? Well, I do have a staff. And so I think I will try to, uh go the shortest way possible, but try to brush them aside. Well, if I do see the thorn swipe, I know definitely not to get near those. So I was just told they're named for that reason. They will try to swipe at me with thorns. Uh, I would like you to make a defy danger roll, and that sounds like wisdom to me. You're trying to pick the right things to push aside in order to pass by sure. safely. Sure, yeah. I do have physical dice here. Do you uh, trust So me? that's going to be 2d6 plus whiz. Yep. Yep. 
My wisdom is plus one. Oh, that's mental fortitude. If you'd like, you could do int, actually. With quick thinking, it's supposed to be int. Oh, okay, yes. I can do intelligence. And I suspect your int is good. Yes, my intelligence is plus two. Uh, um, All right. If you felt like doing it on roll 20, you could write slash R. 2d6 I'm plus not risking two, opening. But, uh, but you can also <laughs> just roll the technical it. difficulties we've had before. All right. So, oh, that's right. So on the dice we have a six and a five, so that's eleven, and so plus two, that's thirteen. Uh, you do just as you set out to do, and the threat does not come to bu- come to bear. Okay. Uh, so you 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 push aside the plants. You know exactly what to get. Even for one moment, a thorn swipe seems to be reaching out for you, but you just sort of daintily, like, move around it, you grab your hat, you grab your stick, and you just kind of shuffle pull, past. Pull my hair back uh, under the hat, because I'm sure it's flying about impractically. Yep. See, you're doing fine. You're Forest doing isn't that bad. Fine. Reed lies now, through her teeth. <laughs> I feel, I feel pretty good about myself yes. right now. She's being honest about you're doing fine. She's lying about the forest isn't that bad. Uh. Kaya, you see slash here three people coming up the creek. You you hid while you're a ranger. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. What you see is you see one person who is clearly a knight. They have uh, leather and chitinous armor on because iron is not something that is super common here. They have iron bracers, though, though nothing that they wear seems to be steel. Uh, you don't recognize they're not wearing any heraldry or carrying any banner. Okay. There is another man in a brown robe, which you recognize as the robes of the Druidic Orders, who is traveling with her this night. And there is a final person who is bound. They're, uh, they have iron shackles on their wrists, and they're smaller than the other ones. It is a a young man, a young man with blonde hair. And he's saying such strange things. He's assuring them, oh, don't worry about that plant. Don't worry about this plant. I've been through here a thousand times. We found this place a long time ago, me and my gang. Hmm. What kind of bindings What again? do you do? What'd you say? What kind of bindings again? He has, he has, uh, he has iron shackles on. Oh. I think I'm going to. Can I use like I know I can't speak to my to Angus yet, but can I use? He, I've trained him enough with the scouting and the hunting. I can give him some basic signs, right? Uh, I'm certain you could give him signs. Uh, I'm willing to believe that you have whistles or native animal calls that you can use. Uh, though I think that your dictionary of them is slightly limited because sometimes you. Uh, use raptor calls, and a raptor call in the forest would be really bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm going to... I'm unobserved. I would like to remind you that you can... Uh, there are standard moves available oh, to you. right. From spout lore and discern realities are both available to you, as well as all of the weird shit that is on your sheet. Okay. Uh, right. I am looking at called shot, and oh, and what I want to do 
is not shoot one of the people, but actually um, do a called shot. I want to cause trouble for them, but not reveal that I'm here. Called shot is a bad idea with my bow. It's not a bad idea with, like, a rock or some natural thing. Yes. Okay. They're in a creek bed. So they're below me. They're in a creek bed. You're above them. But you're only you're only a little bit above them. Yeah, it's a creek yeah, bed. Yeah, it's not... No, no. But, but it would not be too difficult to... Um, to make a called shot on some branches that are ahead of them and over the creek bed. So that... Okay. What I want to do is I want to throw a rock or some other yeah, improvised piece of something just so that there's not like obviously that's an arrow so we're obviously being attacked right um up to hit hit the branch and cause it to fall down in front of them in such a way that they are impeded i want to gauge their reaction to things happening they're not expecting so Mo- my my primary goal here is to do it without them knowing I've done it. So if I fail at my rock throwing, I want to succeed at staying hidden. That is how uh, I'm. Here's the odd this. thing I'm going to give you. Hmm? I'm going to I'm going to steal a concept from another game and say that because you have called shot, you have a vector to do that. You are able to simply do that. Okay. You're not under any kind of duress. You can take all of your time in the world. The thing that I want you to do instead. Mm-hmm is to either discern reality to find out uh, once to, to, to figure out, essentially, to answer the question of uh, what here is useful or valuable to me to identify a good target to hit. Uh-huh. Or you could spout lore if you wanted to piss off one of the natural dangers while you're at it. I will discern reality. I do not wish to okay. piss off natural dangers. Uh, so that's going to be 2d6 plus whiz. All right. Um... That's you got good. a 10. So you get to ask three questions from the Discern Realities list. Uh, the questions are, what happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? And what here is not what it appears to be? Okay, I want to ask, what can I use? Who? Uh, what here is not what it appears to be? Okay, let's remember your let's remember your questions. So you so the first one is is what can what I what can use? I use? What here? Uh, because you were looking for specifically something to throw your rock at, there is a there is a branch that is actually being held in place perilously. Perfect. Because it is attached to a thorn uh, a thorn whip vine. Ooh. And so if you hit that one, it'll fall, and there will be one of these thorn whips in their path. Perfect. Uh, what here is not what it ap- appears to be. You can tell from looking at the night uh, that they are watching someone on the opposite side of the creek bed that you have not seen. Oh! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they also have a scout. Aha. You don't know exactly where they are, but you now know that they exist. That's useful. What's your final question? These are all really great questions, but I'm going to go with what should I be on the lookout for? Um, Okay, so you know exactly where that scout is. You can see that there is a large, scarred man 
covered in the hides of various bark creatures. This is person. This is a person in wood bark skin armor. Okay. Mm. They carry a steel axe, and they seem to be brimming with throwing knives. Mm. If you were to make a guess, this person is what would be called a cragger. They are a mercenary from a town called Cragsmith, the only place that regularly has steel. Bad news. Ah. That's hardcore. That is. Now that you've identified all those things, you still want to knock down that branch. Uh. Uh. Hmm. Do I feel like I can do it without being observed? I would say yes. You've done this cleverly. You've spotted the person who would have seen you, so you could do that without being observed. I want to do it. Okay. I, I will give that to you. You you throw your rock. It hits that branch. That branch just crumbles and it tumbles down into it. And immediately, like, as soon as it hits the ground and that thorn whip vine just, like, starts to spring to life, is immediately hit by a throwing knife from that scout. So glad and it didn't sort track. of withers on the spot. Mm. Which is not what you would guess it would do. Mm-hmm. But uh, the druid and the and the knight step forward and they, they, they look around. They get a thumbs up from their, uh, from their buddy up on the ridge. And then as soon as it looks like the threat's eliminated, they've all fallen quiet. And they start to continue up the creek bed. Hmm. But okay. uh, the prisoner is no longer being as chatty. Mm-hmm. And it seems that the prisoner was the one sort of invoking all of the conversation. Mm. Oh, goody. Is old an impediment. You've gotten a little ways ahead. Mm-hmm. You heard a bit of that sound from the back. But it's all kind of distant. You, you, uh... You've managed to get far enough ahead that you have the option that you could go into that creek bed, which looks like it's a lot faster route, but the sight lines are going to be longer. Or you could kind of continue on your merry little way. Uh, I actually do want to pause just long enough to hear if we are still being pursued. And also if... We're not obviously still being pursued. Listen for the sounds of maybe my friend having been caught. Presumably I don't hear these things in a few moments. You don't, although you note that uh, there's only one watery set of footfalls. Only one loud, splashing set of footfalls. It's almost as though somebody's making noise. Mm. On purpose. Is old, you're keen enough to notice that as well. What do you do? Why would they be intentionally making noise? Mostly I was chatting. For it. Well, I mean, you, we were chatting. Seems kind of dangerous right now. Um, yeah. We should re. We should regroup. Uh, yeah. But there's a good chance we'll be spotted if we do that. Hmm. Well, we can trust that Kaya will catch up to us again, because I trust her, and she has that cat, 
and she seems pretty wood wise but I'm you can move a little ways you can move away from the creek you know perpendicular to it mm-hmm. and you're pretty certain Kaya would catch up it's kind of what she does mm-hmm. right yeah I think the the risk of increased yeah. sight lines is, is too much I think we're just going to have to accept that these guys will outpace us um all right, yeah, we will not right. go to the creek we'll bed let, then. We'll let her catch Stick. up. Hopefully, I can maintain my luck do good enough. Drastic to try and get to our location, and I think going in that creek bed when there's another group down there is definitely counts drastic. Okay, so to be clear, you guys are actually just continuing on, but just not down the creek bed. I think so. Just. You know, maybe not at our fastest pace. Although, I get the feeling we weren't at our fastest pace. If you want to stay Certainly ahead not of, your fastest pace. This is the choice you have. Oh. They are catching up with you. You will either be behind them or ahead of them. Oh, that was unclear. Which would you like to be? Oh. Because if you continue at your regular pace, these guys in the creek bed are going to outpace you. If you decide to, hey, we're going to get there first, you will probably get there first. So, do I think that I can move more rapidly than them and get catch back up without being heard? That seems pretty tricky. Uh, you'd be doing a, a defy danger dex in order to not be noticed. Okay. I think that's a thing I want to do. I want to try right, to so... outpace them and defy danger dex to do that. Yeah. Uh, roll 2d6 plus dex. To catch up with your party. And I was just wondering, um, part of part of the trouble of this is we haven't really taken the time to talk about how our characters have behaved in the past. Like, do we have an established sense of trust that if we went to get ahead of them, is this something that Kaya would be able to catch up to us? Or is that... I, hmm, I don't have a good sense for that. My, my, I feel that Kaya will have an important role in the events to come. I have foreseen it, so I trust Kaya a lot. I think very highly of her. I think, Reed, that you're still keeping some secrets from me, um, but uh, maybe important <laughs> ones. <laughs> like your frostberry recipes or something? Okay. I don't know. Um, so, Kaya. Yes. You have rolled the Defy Danger decks, yes. correct? You got an eight. That's a partial success, right? So the scout doesn't notice you as you move along. Uh The funny thing is, is their prisoner looks you dead in the eye. Yes. And doesn't say a word. That's like the best But he keeps making his big splashing footsteps. That's like, it's like better than I could have hoped for. I'm certain it's... I'm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Uh-oh. That well, sounds like baiting a trap to me. Could be a trap. The GM is chuckling. It's never a good sign. Alright, so the three of you meet up. You're still ahead of your, your quarry as they, they, they've, they've stopped to, uh, to complain about the one stepping into the water and been clear that he should step onto the stones. And you hear that conversation going and that, that clopping that you were hearing that was letting you keep track of their location just perfectly stops. Mm-hmm. Oh. But because they've stopped to do this, 
you've all managed to regroup, and you're still ahead of them, but you're not very far ahead of them. Okay, I'm going to um, gently... I'll take up the rear. Yes, this is good. I'm going to quietly inform them of the side guard and as as much as everything as I can, just like quietly using hand signals and very few spoken words. Um, but we've been oh, working I have, together. I have an idea that might that might uh, that might make this a bit easier, mm-hmm. and I would like to cast a spell called telepathy. Oh, so, who are you going to cast that yeah. on? I cast that. On on Kaya, ah. then I can speak telepathically with just Isolt or with anyone I choose. How does it work? It's just going to be the two of you able to communicate. Just... It's like having a walkie-talkie. Awesome. Yeah, should should have done that earlier. Now that I think yeah, about it, yeah, that might have been handy. <laughs> so, yeah. tell me, uh, Alchemist, you're using your yes. cast a spell move. You're going to roll two d six right. plus int. Mm-hmm. Rolling. That's going to be a total of 11. So that's an 11. Everything's going to go well. You've successfully cast the spell. You can remember to cast it later. Now, here's the funny thing. Tell me what that looks like. Here's here's Kaya. You need to be able to speak to her brain. What is going to let you right. speak to Kaya's brain and her to you? Well... We're going to lean in close together and both take a big old sniff from this vial I have of something that is made from quicksilver and dreams, but it's it's totally safe, I assure you. Oh, yes. I'm very familiar with the quicksilver dream telepathy thing. We use this all the time. Silvery, silvery fumes come out, and you get that tingling in the back of your nose. Oh, I hate the tingle. <laughs> either smells like brain damage, but no, it's an opening of your brain. Ah. Brain to brain. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna add a note here. Uh, since yes. you're both capable of canceling this spell at any time, uh, the thing that keeps you connected is that now you both you both know this because you've had to, to get rid of this before. Uh, you have a little silver tablet that is now inside of your noses. And if you can blow your nose furiously enough, this little tablet will pop out and you'll no longer be telepathically communicating with each other. Oh, God. Otherwise, it will right. dissolve on its own in time. I'm sorry. I clapped right near the microphone. It popped. I'm sorry. No, I'm so amused I can't help it. I don't know how close to the microphone I was when I was clapping, but I was certainly clapping, too, because that's fantastic. Wow. So congratulations, Isold and Kaya, you are psychic. Woohoo! Okay, Hooray! so I will tell Isold all the things and read. You and I will exchange meaningful glances as I as I attempt to, you know, like be like big guy on the lookout and, and I'm gonna say, um, the guy in check the only the only information that I think is crucial to convey that I will actually speak words for was the short guy in shackles saw me and said nothing. Oh. Hey. They're on the Ooh. move again. And uh, here we go. So are we. We, we, are we are more than able. We are, it, <laughs> if you double time it, you will get to the temple first. I suggest we do such a thing. I, Being I in su- telepathic yes. com- uh, conference with Isold, I should be able to help 
her avoid the dangerous plants much more thoroughly and stay quiet. I was just going to offer to pick her up. Oh, this is also true. <laughs> uh, but you might, you know. Uh, that is somewhat undignified. <laughs> I, I think we'll go with the telepathic, like, do what if we're I making do enough time. thing. Like, I think that'll actually probably help us better. Plus, then you can be a better rear guard. If you're carrying her, you're not a very effective rear guard. Uh, so here's here's what I would Seems say. Fair. I think that you've all nominated poor Izzled to be taking a Defy Danger. <laughs> this hey, is going to be a Defy hey, Danger I to get through the woods the quickest. Her. I was helping! Um, <laughs> Thanks, guys. But I'll note this. Uh, each of you have nominated a way to aid in that. Ah. So what I would like you to do, each of you only has one bond with each other, so everything's fine. This is the easiest role in the world to make. I would like both uh, Isold and Kaya to make a 2d6 plus one roll for aid or interfere. Hopefully aid. Aid, presumably. <laughs> Let's see. Oh. Interfere. Hey, nerd. <laughs> Isolt. <laughs> Uh, so, did I, by the way, did I just see that Kaya rolled a six? Kaya rolled a six. Okay, so, uh, Kaya, you, you sure are trying to help telepathically, but strangely enough, you're also, like, running through every scenario that that jerk face with the axe and the knives could possibly make. Oh, dear. And that's kind of what you end up communicating, is just the, okay, if they go high, I'm going to go low. If they go low, I'm going to go high. I can have Angus help. Oh, if I have Angus help, this is not a helpful thing to do. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I would like Too to know... Too many thoughts. Uh, I would like to know impediment, not earning your name. Oh, was I supposed to also roll? Because you didn't say that before yes, you, you said did. the yes, other name. Yes, please impediment roll as well. Live up to your name, impediment. As an aside, uh, Kaya gains an experience point. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because you failed a roll. I, I succeeded on a roll. Yay. I thought the term was, was Mark XP. It is Mark <laughs> XP, but you keep picking on it. Uh, <laughs> on the uh, other hand, I will get to make a move, but I'm holding on to my move until Bob goes. Oh, God. Bob? Right. You can pick your Defy Danger to be uh, Wiz, Dex, or Int uh, as you see fit. I I like Int. Okay. <laughs> I'll roll that. How mu- And am I rolling this with any with any pluses? You get because a of... plus one from uh, Brianna's. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, from Impediment's aid. So what are we defying right now exactly? Uh. Simply passing safely and quickly through the woods okay. at double time. Okay. Double timing. Double timing. Rolling those dice. All right, we got an eight on the face of the dice. That means an eleven. Eleven total. Okay. Uh, an eleven total. That is phenomenal. Great job. There's something odd though. Oh, you no. are all sprinting through the woods. Not quite a sprint. You're being very careful. You're doing a great job, honestly. The odd thing is, is that you hear, you hear something like a low moaning, but you can't say that it's coming from deeper in the woods or further in the woods or oh, in any particular direction. Shit. This low moaning sound seems to come from the rocks and trees themselves. It's quiet. It's not particularly threatening, but at the same time, it sure as hell isn't 
comforting. Mm-mm. It knows we're here. Um, I don't like it when the woods notice me. I don't like that. No. Moaning woods. Well, maybe it'll notice our friends behind us before yes. it notices us. That would be maybe. good. That would uh, be good. Can I? Can we hear our friends behind us anymore? Yes. They've just reprimanded their little man again and continued on their pace. The little man, when they told him to be quiet, they called Shimshackle. Shimshackle is a name that you know, Impediment Reed. Shimshackle is a member of the Greenbark gang. And all that time ago when you were captured, they were captured with you. Oh. They too are free, it would seem. Or at least not in a university prison. But but there are chains on the Shimshackle. The prison guard experiments they run at the at the university notorious notorious prison guard experiments. Yeah. So. Oh shit. So anyway, you have like a quarter of an hour of staying ahead of them before you reach what you know to be Fallfallow Glade. There's that is ruined an, temple. I am. It is an, having really unfortunate thoughts. It is an opening inside of the forest, as most glades, you know, can can be. Uh, and it's worth noting that all of the plants that are inside of this area are smaller. They're less well-grown. Maybe it is these stones, these many large bricks, bricks of granite, bricks of mountain stone. That So I guess technically not bricks. Whatever. Boulders? Cubes of mountain stone. Uh, that have been used to build this now fallen temple. You can tell that there were once even small lower walls. Like maybe this was a settlement, not just a single building. But still, all that is left is this large stone door at a 45 degree angle into the ground. And you can see it, it's cracked. It's, it's weathered by time. There's a space that can be entered inside of it, but it's, it's just a little narrow. And on the front of it is symbols that are Certainly unfamiliar, though they could be familiar to someone. Uh, but it looks like well. the temple itself is underground. All right, um, I'm going. I would like to discern reality with the aid of Angus, my bark cat, who is small and can scout ahead into the temple a little bitty bit. Um, I would like to just kind of determine the stability of the temple. And if it would be safe for us to enter with any degree of rapidity so that the people behind us don't catch up to us and see us. So this is going to be a discern reality, and you're going to get to make those same questions as you made before. I will tell you that that Angus is not going to be able to slip through that crack. That little crack is is inches wide. But you can hear the air passing through it. Yeah, you're going to have to do something about this door. Or you're going to need to find another entrance. Yes. So Angus can... I, I, I will actually, instead of asking Angus to slip through the crack, I will ask him to quickly dart around the whole of the temple to see if he can help me determine another way in. Certainly. Discern realities with the bonus wisdom of your awesome cat. Okay. Alright. Meanwhile, I might pose the question to our scholarly person in my least educated way. 
What's that scribbly stuff around the door? Those don't look like pictures. Oh, is this... Well, that, my, uh, my friend, is writing of some kind. It might be in a language that is, that is not familiar. It might be in a language that is not familiar to me, or maybe all I'm able to translate it using my books. Possibly some books. You have the Spout Lore ability, and you have those books. Let's she brought the books. Translation. I got a 10. That's right. Thank you, Angus. You got a 10? Oh, right, because you're great at discerning realities when you're out here. Uh, so you get to ask three questions from that uh, delightful Which list. I have, in fact, pulled up uh, now. Okay, thank God. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to ask, um, what here is not what it appears to be? The doors were not closed from the outside. They were closed from the inside. And that gap between the doors is where the whatever limbs were used to close it pulled themselves back in. Interesting. Oh, God. Um, What here is useful or valuable to me? Angus tells you that there's another set of holes uh, into a deeper room of the temple that has cracks in its ceiling and you would be coming in through its ceiling. However, the holes are are pretty small, but it looks like they uh, are something that you could perhaps violently dislodge. Okay. And uh, what should I be on the lookout for? Sap spiders. Cat to medium-sized, dog-sized supernatural spider monsters, which are definitely nesting just around. All right. Known to be in the trees, hence sap spider. Hence, well, though they're made of tree, they're made of tree. Yeah. Yes, they are. They are bark-legged creatures held together by joints made of sap. Alrighty then. I'm going to suggest that given the sap spiders, spiders like to be in the trees and are made of tree, we want to exit the trees and perhaps enter the not tree. That might even be what the thing was retreating from. When it went inside. inside, Let's go in those holes and see if we can't close them in behind us. Uh, how is that spout lore coming? Sure. Yeah, lore. Uh, Rolling spout spout lore, getting a plus one from my books. Books. Marking off a use use of books. Your books. Your books. Your lovely lady books. Minus Minus one books. Wow. That just happened. Okay, that was five on the dice, int plus one, so three is going to be a total of eight. Going to be a total of eight. So, I translate. Uh, eight will give this you books. this. So the, uh, the counting symbols from your own language, the language of promise, the, the imperial language as it is called, this is the common tongue that all of the colonists who appeared on promise all those many centuries ago all shared. Strangely, the uh, the tribal cultures that were also on that great arc, the ones that weren't from the high-born imperial bloodlines, the ones that later settled in brilliance, they used a different counting system than the imperial system. Hmm. Those are the numbers the imperials still use to this day. This writing is in the language those numbers came from. 
to give you a real world con- uh, parallel, this would be like coming across uh, Hindi or, or Indian lettering uh, that you had picked up from the Persian numbering system. Uh, sure, sure. As we have in English. But this is, for all intents right. and purposes, another language that you're only familiar with ten symbols from, which are all numbers. Right. Including zero. Oh, very advanced. Well, that's obscure. But then if... Here's a weird yes. question. So, Why on earth, because I get to ask you this, how do you know this? Why are you carrying a book around about that language? Because of my ethnographic studies department. That's right. This is a standard book that contains um, examples of different language systems that have been used historically by people that are known to the ethnographic studies department. Yeah. I feel like this is the same department that would send out a song catcher's party. Yeah. Or spies. That too. Or spies. Ethnographic and tactical studies. Yeah, it's tactical and ethnographic studies. It's a very useful book full of things that you might need to know in the various and sundry parts. It's like their guide to promise. You found these, these openings. You can... It almost sounds like shim shackles made another loud noise. But they're only maybe five or ten minutes behind you. Alright. I... What do you do? Guys, I want to set up an ambush for them. Mm. And I don't know how to do that. Well? Hmm. Did you say Alternatively, Kaya did find a way Yeah, in. as I say, we it... could instead, we could just go in try to get in and get out before they notice. If they know they're following us, they'll just wait at a good place to Only the us. guy that's in chains has noticed us. He might be under duress and not and was obviously not inclined to point me out earlier. Yeah, that's why I want to set up an ambush for them. Mm. Well, I got to pick the last thing, so I guess it's your turn. Um, I guess I maybe should discern some realities to see if that's feasible. Uh, yeah, if you're, like, if you're discerning realities to see if there's a good ambush spot here. Yeah, sure. yeah that's basically. That's, that's a good idea. Oh, sure. I have a book about tactical studies as well. <laughs> oh. So can I aid another? Yeah. Aid would be great. Yeah, aid. So, uh, you will be rolling, uh, Bob, you will be rolling plus bond, which is going to be plus one because you all have one bond with each other. So, is old. What have you got? Is old. Given the lay of the land. I mean, that's total of 11, so I help. That's great, and you you won't get hurt if this fails. Impediment. (laughs) So, I just hit my macro here for... Wait, what? Um, Uh, So you rolled a 12 on Wiz, and then you got a plus one on top of that. Oh, lovely. Okay. So that's great. You get to ask three questions from the Discern Realities All list. Right. So, what here is useful or valuable to me? You are able to identify a set of thornvine bushes that could be irritated near the uh, the the entrance, the entry door. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's 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 going to be relatively simple. You could you could leave a rope there. You could throw a rock at them or whatever. But if you hit them right in the center of that cluster, they're going to lash out and they're going to catch people terribly by surprise. Okay. What here is not what it appears to be. So you were looking at the route that you guys took to get in. You you saw you took a, a pretty clear path to the temple door, but you realize that where that creek goes, it's running to a different part of the temple. It isn't going to approach the door at all. It is going to go 90 degrees from that. If you were to take this this chamber that uh, Kaya found and rotate sort of 90 degrees from that, that is where their creek is going to actually come out. So if you didn't know that, your ambush would be prepared in the wrong place entirely. Okay. Though still more likely than not, they're probably going to make their way to the door. It's just they're not going to come head-on. They're going to come out from the side. And this has nothing to do with planning the ambush, but something you said earlier made me very nervous. What happened here recently? For varying values of recently, but you are aware of the previous thing, something with roots and claws closed itself in. Something with roots and claws. Something with roots and claws closed itself in. I think part of our ambush might be letting them go in first. I second this thing. That might work phenomenally well. Um, I am going to share that information about that was not person that closed it in from the inside. And there's a lot of um, things that surprise and trap in the forest. And I think it may have turned this temple into that possibly. Mm. Or it was hurt and is hiding in there and possibly dead now. Either way, I don't really want to be the one to find out. What if we laid the ambush for after they came out of the temple, instead of when they went in it? That sounds dastardly, and will only work if they don't notice us. So we Mm. should do this quietly and hide. So we hide, then they go in the temple, then we lay the ambush. Possibly, yes. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Is old Jew got any good ideas? They are approaching, and you have plenty of time to prepare. I say we hide and watch them. Okay. You have plenty of time to prepare. I'm not going to make you roll for hiding. Cool, thanks. I appreciate that. As far as preparations for the initial part, uh, I want to hide somewhere where I can... uh, and I do point out the plants that I noticed could be easily mm-hmm. disturbed so that everyone knows about them. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to hide somewhere where I have access to 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 start that shebang. If it if it looks like it's more advantageous, no, nah, just hiding. Okay. Okay. If they, um, if they uh... figure out, a, mostly it's if they figure out there's a monster in there and are like, mm, or otherwise look like they know that they're being ambushed. You yeah. know, so I can start the ambush before they're completely ready. Kaya would like to hide somewhere with a good vantage point where she can use her bow and arrow and be able to see both both possible entrance slash exits. So up. Somewhere up. Uh, you find a nice safe tree. Isold. Yay! Where would you like to set up for this ambush? Behind a big rock. <laughs> yeah. 
you get behind a big rock. Uh, it's it's a good distance. It's in perfect magic missile range. That's what I was hoping for. I was hoping it would be in a tactically advantageous position. A tactically advantageous to rock. It's almost like they, you study tactical things. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so in come the four of them. All of them. Uh, Shimshackle is actually in the the lead this time. The uh, the scout, the the man in the barkskin armor, uh, is right behind him, and the druid and the knight are speaking with each other. One second, while I get one of them to conveniently drop the name of the other, because it will drive me mad if I can't call them by name. <laughs> man at arms and. Orko. Uh, well, what you've got is Sir Ansa, which is the woman's name. And you have Brother Arvo, because why not? This is only going to be a problem for people who've read my book. Uh, uh, uh. I was like, wait a second, what? Shimshackle. Maybe Arvo's a really common imperial name. Yeah. Like yeah. John. Uh... And Barker. Hmm. Barker is, is the name of the scout. I was going to say, is Brother Barker Arvo the guy is the in druid. the bark? Yep. And Sir Anza is the lady knight. Um, they approach pretty cautiously. Shimshackle goes right up to the door and is looking around at it and tells them just outright. He's like, look, guys, I told you. There's just no way to get this thing open. So we might as well just go back and... Uh, you can tell your boss that we tried. Brother Arvo goes up the door and begins running his fingers over the symbols on it. Those strange words. And he takes out two heavy-looking pieces of metal. Two metal discs. Wraps a cord around them. A strange-looking cord. And places them between the doors. And the doors push apart. You, Isold, recognize immediately that those must have been lodestones, and that the doors are magnetic. When activated by certain alchemical devices, they become very strongly magnetic, and they push apart. Mm. Neat. Cool. Barker descends first. Outside is still Sir Anza, Brother Arvo, and Shimshackle. What do you do? Wait. Kaya, uh, that's Kaya's vote. Is old impediment. I... I'm going to telepathically. Oh, go. Oh, no, no, go you first. It. You've got telepathy going on. Isold's going to telepathically say, "Wait." Let them retrieve the thing. Then we just take it from their You're hands. Kaya. <laughs> Says Kaya. Sorry. Kaya too is old because we're telepathy. That's what I was going with. Because I can say that to telepathy. I mean this, with... <laughs> this fusion. This, this fusion. It's, it's, it's hard to distinguish where you begin and I end. It's like we have one mind. Anyway. <laughs> Am I Kaya? <laughs> yes. Uh, is is old? What do you do? Isolt will think at, at Kaya it will be good if 
our bark armored friend goes deep inside and maybe we can jump the two out here I have an idea I think I can free um, Mr. Mr. Shimshackle but I'll wait for your mark I'm waiting for an opportunity to use those plants to separate Shimshackle from the rest of the group after a moment you hear Barker call from deep within Brother Arvo, you'll want to see this. And Brother Arvo alone goes inside. Mm. Now the only ones outside are Shimshackle and Sir Ansa. Hmm. Sir Ansa looks relatively unconcerned. She's looking around, sort of scouting the glade, but you're, she's not being super careful. You can tell where her eyes are going to look. She seems to be more keeping an eye out for for the uh, larger bark monster uh, inhabitants of the forest. Wise. And uh, Shimshackle seems to be doing the same. In fact, that low note, that moaning you heard from the trees earlier, has intensified. And that seems to be putting Shimshackle greatly at unease. Yeah, he's not the only one. Mm Mm-mm. Okay. As this wait goes on, I am increasingly convinced that there isn't a horrible monster inside the temple, which is vaguely frustrating. You said it was closed by claws and roots? Oh, yeah. And didn't you earlier say it was closed from the inside? I did. That moaning's not coming from inside, is it? Uh, no, it's not. Okay. Since... Do any of you want to do anything while just two of them are still outside? Mm, Really tempting. Super tempting. I try to make eye contact with uh, either of my party members and try and get a like a gesture of do I do I do the thing? Do I I want to do the thing? I want to. Um, it's probably really reckless, but I want to do the thing. I. Well, this is our best opportunity to get one yeah. of one of one of the people alone. So yeah, I think I, gonna... I'm going to kind of gesture do the thing, but I'm going to attempt to stay in hiding so that I still may get an advantage of called shot. After she does the thing. Isold, do you want to do... What do you do? <laughs> Isold will wait for... Uh, will prepare by pulling out some alchemical stuff. We'll start preparing magic missile for when her friend... I'm going to say that because Reed you're prepared, when you're spellcasting... If your next spell is magic missile... Okay. You will get a plus one to your spellcasting check because you got all ready. Oh, awesome. awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, start the start the party so, uh, impediment. So, what are you going to so, do? They wouldn't happen to be positioned in such a way that if I dropped the thorn stuff at them, would it get both of them? Or, like, 
also the night lady seems to be very aware uh, aware and paying attention for trying to figure out where that moaning is coming from and for sap spiders etc how aware did they look of the actual vegetation immediately next to them they seem to have grown so aware of just how dangerous everything around them is that while they have made a mental note clearly that don't step in those plants they'll kill you it's on a long list of priorities for them Mm. um i would say that if you wanted to hit it what you would be doing is defying danger uh either with dex or whiz probably dex uh, honestly sorry with dex or int yeah to time it right Essentially. Timing is definitely a dex thing. Yes. Or at least the... Oh, yeah, I see why you say it would but be it's, both. Yeah. Yeah, it's never going to be more clean than this unless something very strange then, happens. Then, yeah. I'm going to defy some danger dex and let's hope I don't roll ones. That's not good. That's not good at all. That's a one. Well, that's one of the that's, dice was a one. Um, so, so, mark XP. So, that's a six. I'm gonna go find a pencil now. Shit. I was not. Congratulations, prepared. you get to mark XP. Whee! Um, lift drink. <laughs> mark uh... XP, lift drink. So you throw the stone, and Sir Ansa spots you and dives backwards. Into the cave thing? Uh no, just away from the cave okay. thing and away from the and away from the the, the thorn thornwoods. Okay. However, Shimshackle is startled by her movement Fuck. rather than by the thorn whips themselves and is entangled. Damn it, Shimshackle! The poor man no. is grabbed on both his right arm and his right leg and is being drawn towards the center God of the of the thorn swipe plant no, no. Uh, core. Mm. It's gone super poorly. God damn it. This is... Um... Oh. Isold, what do you do? Well, I was going to magic missile his shackles, but that doesn't solve the problem of the of the thorn swipe. Oh, so I'm going to magic missile the thorn swipe that is holding on to shim shackle. Uh, you get an additional plus one to your usual pluses because you were still prepared for that particular spell. Excellent. Roll and cast a spell. I am not good at the ranged stuff, apparently. Who'd have thought? No, nine, nine on the dice. Uh, so that's, uh, that's 12 total, that plus one. That's, that's lots. That's, that's, that's plenty. Good. Uh, what is the effect of, uh, what is the effect of Magic Missile? Uh, onward, you dealt five damage, so Bob, please tell me what on earth does Magic Missile look like for an alchemist? Well, for an alchemist, uh, some... Uh, vile-looking vial, containing something vile-smelling. When thrown, it gets shook up and tumbles in the air and makes a small explosion, which then propagates through the air, continuing onto the target uh, as the explosion magically and weirdly is directed towards... um, Towards whatever it was thrown at. What color is this terrible smoke and explosions? Uh, it's, it's, it's you know a uh, dull yellow. Okay, so these, okay, so these dull, this sulfurous cloud 
with these terrible popping sounds, expands through the air and then rushes into the 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 thorn vine, thorn strike, thorn skin plants. I'm being terribly thorn thorn swipe. Plants. There they are. And they, you hit it like right in the center, and all of them just sort of pull back, and instead of being destroyed, they release uh, shim shackle, and then are just grabbing and tearing all the stuff that's been touched by that sulfurous like now they're covered in sort of this yellow dye and every place where that dye struck the thorn vines are just slash slashing themselves pulling those parts off well that's the scariest thing i've seen all day and now we're uh the moaning intensifies oh, side note. oh shit and, yeah, and was not you know good. now they're on alert and we've accomplished nothing You've created an opening, unfortunately. Sir Ansa shouts, Ambushers! Really bad ones! <laughs> and runs and grabs uh, Shimshackle no, by it, the arm. No! I was gonna do And begins that. to pull him into the entrance. But they're not there yet. Isold, what do you do? What? What? Uh- Oh, wait, not like, old. Sorry. I'm Kaya, like, what do you do? I swapped the two of you. We are one. Stop swapping them. They're just because they've got a telepathic link. Kaya, what do you do? Uh, uh, obviously, I use my called shot on Sir Ansa's arms to make her drop Shimshackle. That would be amazing. All right. Uh, make your roll. Please right. don't shoot my former gang member <laughs> who may actually want to kill me. Now that Alrighty. I think about it, but especially after that really bad shot I made uh-huh. just now. Alright, and so... I maybe deserves some smack. That's going to be 2d6 again? Everything seems to... Uh, that's going to be 2d6 plus... Uh, it's going to be listed on your, yeah. your your cold shot move. Uh-huh. I'm looking at that now. Ah! N11, so you also get your damage, so roll your okay. damage. and my damage... Is 1d8. 1d8. All right, so uh, Sir Ansa's yeah has a you know a, a sword in one hand as she drew it when she stumbled back earlier, and she's got shim shackle in the other, and your arrow lances right into that bracer that she's got that those iron bracers that she has in her arms, and she drops both shim shackle and her sword. Damn, sweet. But the arrow does bounce off because it doesn't pierce through the iron. But it does, it has dented the iron, and you can tell that it came to a stop and fell rather than bouncing right off or glancing right off. And she grips her arm in pain. It may be broken. Wow. She immediately makes a run for the uh, for the door and says, Shimshako, follow me! Like, when I fucked uh, up and, and threw the rock wrong, I totally was just shouting curses and God, Shimshackle, I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> just... Reed? I'm sorry. Damn it, Reed. I'm, you know I'm a terrible shot. Reed, you're a terrible shot. <laughs> and Shimshackle follows Sir Ansa oh. in. Oh. Come back, Shimshackle. They've promised him things. Um, shackle you, Shimshackle. You won't have... You can be just Shim again. <laughs> The moaning in the forest goes quiet. 
And moaning starts from below. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. It is coming up. You can hear it almost like a muted tuba. <laughs> a muba. Is playing up through those those holes that you that you found the entrance to. Uh, the the other way, the secondary entrance that uh, Kaya found. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's where you're hearing them come from, but you're also hearing them come through the door. And now shouts of alarm are coming from below. What do you do? Cackle maniacally? Shim shackle, I think a friggin' Vresh might have crawled in there and tried to die. Get the hell out! <laughs> uh... You're just hearing more shouting from down there. People saying, get away from it. Uh, Yeah. I'm going in after my old, hopefully still a buddy. I'm sorry, guys. Like, the gang was as close as family, and I thought they were all dead. Oh. I want to get Shimshackle out. (laughs) So you you go through the front entrance, you're Um, saying? Actually... Uh, Kaya, you're up high. Can you see the other entrance? I can. I intentionally positioned myself so that I could see both entrances. Uh, Kaya, if you would like, you could even, you know, climb over to those, those large dog-sized hole in, holes inside of the roof of this collapsed temple. And peer uh, through. And take a peek. Yes, this sounds okay. like an excellent plan if, if that this I is accomplish. Uh, impediment. Do you still want to run Prob- in, or are you going to wait? Smart. Um, she, she's she's bull rushing in. <laughs> okay. So impediment. Question. You you yes. Uh, are the lodestone discs still mounted on the door? So he took his reactive discs with okay. him, the ones that oh, he okay. he wrapped to push the door open. Impediment. Oh God, which one of you is funnier to tell this to um, first? I mean, if Kaya's closer to those holes in the roof, she might get a view faster. Yeah. Okay, Kaya. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to uh, reveal some areas on that map on that screen. Ooh, so what you're looking down into is what appears to be like the the mostly destroyed main foyer of an ancient temple. It looks like there there used to be statues, stone statues of some kind all about here, but they've been shattered. Instead, you see that there is a large watery pool inside of its center, and over that pool, spread over that area... Let me just grab a token real quick. Everything's everything's fine. Don't worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you put a horrible roots it's tree monster in there. You just... It's, it's fine. No. Uh, everything's everything's, everything's bad. Everything's full of tree monsters that are going to eat our faces. Uh, there is what appears to be the stump of a tree. A giant stump of an oak tree. Of a great oak tree. What? But the base of its its legs... It has legs, by the way. Its roots form into legs. They wrap around each other, and they form six large legs. Each of these legs is probably the size of a, of a human torso, as far as its thickness goes. And out what the front, you assume the front of this thing, are two wood-covered crab-like claws. 
it's, it's on top of the water strange. and alive? You've, on top of the water, alive, and seemingly tethered back to the double doors that you can see at the back side of that room. But those tethers are quite long. And you can even hear rumbling in the ground mechanisms as it moves back and forth on that slashing and clawing at the people in the room who are skirting along the outside as they avoid those two green pools of foul-looking liquid. Oh, that's what that is. Impediment. Down these crumbled stair steps in front of you, lit by the near-noon time sun pouring in from above, one of which the the holes seems to be sort of blinking as though something were getting kind of in the way of the light. (laughs) You've never seen something like this. No. You know what a sapling is. This is a sapling that has had its top cut off. That's horrifying. This is a great and monstrous oak that should be opening its terrible maw and dragging people away, except for it has no maw. It's been fucking Because that crippled. is on its trunk. It is swinging and, craw- and crawling towards the people inside of this room who have all snuck to the edges. It doesn't seem to be able to cross that chasm that you see on the left. And... It clawed towards somebody who went off to the right, where I indicated another room. But it seems to only have a command of this main large space. Uh, It can't cross the crevasse, but it may be able to come all the way to the door. In fact, it must be able to, shouldn't it, if it is the thing that closed the door. Uh What do you do? Well, so I said I was going I was going in shouting Chimshackle, a fucking Vresh crawled in there. Are you crazy? Uh you hear him reply from off to the right. I know it's in here, I know it's in here, it's obvious that it's in here, please, for the love of everything. What Kill it, 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 kill it. Oh god, your friends aren't gonna like me trying to help I can I what are they your friends or are they your captors? <laughs> you hear Brother Arvo's deep voice say, No, don't kill it. It's too beautiful. Oh. <laughs> but really? Really? It It's a thing that cannot be. We must know more. Oh, for crying out loud. A creature of the woods in pain. We must help it. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, Lord. by putting it out of its misery. Would you want to live like fucking crazy fucking scholars? Um, I am uh, kind of interested and would like to know more about it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Says telepathically linked Isold. Isold is seeing so through Kaya's the... eyes. Yeah, Kaya is like. Narr- does he actually see. Does she actually see Probably through my not. eyes? Or do I have to narrate it? You have to narrate Okay, things. well, I am, in fact, narrating and using adjectives like fucking huge. Uh, are we gonna... Oops. I didn't know how much swears we're doing. Uh, that's fine. We we have cursing. Everything's okay. fine. Um, I already broke that rule a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figured. Trying I figured. to keep up with my friend, Adam Reed, on my short little legs. Trying to... You're gonna go... 
I'm just uh, and 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 I'm just like describing all these things that are are happening below me, and kind of narrating the fact that I think that perhaps maybe while the crazy tree monster that obviously is guarding those two back doors is distracted, I could slip in behind it and see what I could get through those two doors. What do you think? Sold? You think I could do that? I'm kind of thinking I could. I think you're destined for great things. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> it is big. It is big. I'm trying to find a uh, mage will do. Uh, so I've added some characters, some icons to the map, so they can better keep track of them. Uh, so you know, because you can hear their voices shouting arguments with each other. Barker and... Oh, damn it. Uh, Barker and Brother Arvo have gone through the left door, and Sir Anza and Shimshackle are to the right. The right is definitely where the creature is paying its attention. Ah. And well, the back is the, the 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 back is what it's tethered to and ostensibly guarding. Yes, this door which is now vibrating. All red. right then, fine. Uh it's going after I still don't know what the relationship between Shimshackle and these people is. So, I would like to take a brief pause. I think that uh, Isold was saying that she was doing something. Yes, this is true. Oh, I was trying to keep up with with Reed. Okay. So you've decided to to go through that front door. That's right. Okay. So, So you are now behind Reed. Reed, who was struck with indecision upon seeing something absolutely horrifying. Kaya. Comedy suggests that Assault crashes into Reed's back. Oh yes, definitely. This is good. Definitely. While that exchange is going on, Kaya, yes. you're alone up here. Yes. These holes are maybe maybe a little bigger than you thought. You could dive in if you wanted. Yes. Could I dive in surreptitiously enough that at very least the giant stump thing perhaps didn't see me. I don't know what it's seeing. Do you know how it sees? How is it seeing? Uh, you don't know what it's. You don't know what it sees with, but uh, you do know how to sneak. All right. I think I want to sneak in and see how sneakily I can get to those back two doors because that sounds like a defy danger it to me. Certainly does. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's going to be a dex. Yes. Yes, please. Uh, so give me a Defy Danger deck right. to drop in behind it. Crossing fingers. Uh, well... It's an eight. <sighs> you drop in uh, from the, 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 the ceiling. You lower yourself down, and then you're able to, uh, to drop in. You're not going to be able to go back up. You're dropping further than you can okay. climb. Uh, so there you are behind the creature. Uh-huh. Let me see. Ah, what kind of terrible thing? Because you, because you got a partial success here, and it was just you being slowed down. Perhaps it's that I can't escape. Um, well, yeah, yeah. No, I think you. I think that was part of the deal oh, already. Okay. Um, I was certainly intending to like use a rope to 
you know, be able to escape. So. Oh, okay. If, if you if you want to, you didn't mention Sorry. a rope, but if you've you've got a rope, Sne- that's sneaky fine. Ropeness. That would be. Would that be an adventuring gear thing or? That would be an adventurer's would gear. It, That'd be mark off a use of your yeah. adventuring gear. Would it gear. give her any benefit to that roll that maybe makes it not... Not an eight? No, no, she's still there. Uh, what happens is that you end up landing on one of those tethers. Oh. Okay. And so you've struck it. Uh, and it definitely notices you as a result uh, of this. But you're there and you're behind it. And it's not facing you, but uh-huh. it knows you're there. Okay, well... You also know that these are... A, very, very incredibly sturdy, but are also not made of... They're not chains. They're not wire, which you're vaguely aware of that wire exists. Um, but it's it appears to be a wrapped leather of some creature you can't imagine. It's not roots. It's the... Uh, the creature is still a wood bark creature, but the the cables holding it to the door uh, in here. that are are definitely made out of some sort of woven leather. Hmm. Alright. Reed, what do you do? Well, I was not looking to start a fight with a fresh on this trip, but I have some friends who I maybe need to give an opportunity to get a little less out of a little less in trouble than they are. So I think that Reed is going... Well, actually, a uh, brief aside, we briefly talked about Reed's weapon not being a standard hand axe, but more of a poleaxe sort of thing. Sure. I'm, I'm willing to give you a reach and a um, poleaxe. So actually, I was going to actually ask. So the two starting weapons I could choose between was um, the axe, which was close, was its only tag, um, or a two-handed sword. Which of those would it be more like? The two-handed sword is close and plus one damage, but it weighs more. Uh, I would. I, what I would do is I would give you the extra weight, mm-hmm. uh, and so this will be a pole axe, and so it will be the axe, um, and it will do the axe damage, but it will be close reach. Okay, I'm gonna just make a quick note. Close reach. Um. So she's going to swing her walking axe from... She's been using it as a walking stick and had it semi-sheathed. And she's going to swing it around, uh, pull the sheath off, rasp the edge of it across the stone floor to make a very loud ringing sound, and shout at the tree. Oh, I had something seriously minutes ago that was actually pithy, but she's just going to shout something... That she imagines would be derogatory to a tree. Um, oh no, you have to say that. I don't know what would be... I had it minutes ago and I can't remember what it was. And you would be here for minutes while I think of it. It's okay, fine, like, fine. We, we'll, we'll, we'll do a takesies backsie on that. Are you actually going to mix it up with it? Or are you going to just... Am, are you just trying to get oh, attention? Oh, I am using my taunt, which is, what are you waiting for? Um... Which is, when you cry out a challenge to your enemies, roll plus con. On a 10+, plus, they treat you as the most obvious threat to be dealt with and ignore your companions. And I take plus 2 damage on going against them. Roll if for I it. don't succeed, it's not so cool. And kind of is just all the sucky parts of that with none of the good parts. Uh, roll plus con. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh that's an 8. 
So okay, on a what 7 is through the... 9, only a few, the weakest or most foolhardy of them, fall prey to my tar- haunting. <sighs> and uh, I that doesn't say I get any pluses, so... You notice that one of its its stalks, it seems to have eye stalks? Ah, oh, you're, all, you're all bark and no bite. Oh, that's that's good. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I we'll, we'll keep that in mind. Uh, Tree insults. It's eye stalks turn and peer at you. And that's when you see that the, the light from the roof is moving again. Something is blocking the sun from coming oh, in. Oh, here come the spiders. Flashes. Okay. Yup. Yup. And yes, yep. definitely the ceiling is now crawling with sap Oh, fuck. But you have their attention. Nope. Um, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, 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 nope. you stumbled in. All of this stuff is happening in front of you. But you haven't really entered melee yet. What do you do? Well, if the challenge has been issued to the big monster, uh like I oughta I oughta I oughta back that play. Oh, how are you gonna back that play? You're gonna magic missile the monster? Magic missile monster. <laughs> Roll plus int. Rolling that rolling them dice plus ints plus two. Oh, that that's ten. Ten's ten's good. Ten's good. Roll your uh, probably d six damage. Uh, I think it's a uh, magic missile. Is is two d four? I believe. Oh, oh, of course it is. It's a weird spell. Uh, here we go. Seven damage. That's nice. Seven damage. That is a that is a good solid hit. It definitely does take four damage. Oh. Yeah. Well, at least we know it has three armor. <laughs> That's a lot of armor. Uh. Your blast hits it in the flank. It actually catches one of its legs, and you see it shake from the uh, from the impact of it. But it's 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 it buckles, and you hear that sort of odd brass section sound from it. Because it, it can't scream, but you know that it must be screaming. You feel screaming, almost like you hear Isold. As almost like you hear Kaya. You know that it screams at you and it is angry. I feel bad. Well, I mean you should. This whole the, the, the creature's entire state is like a desecration to everything that this forest is. Like Isold? This is so bad. You're behind it? This is so bad. Wait, is Isold behind uh, it or is Kaya behind it? Come on now. Sorry, Kaya, <laughs> you're behind it. You're next to those cables. Yeah. You're in the center of the room, and despite the fact that it knows you're there, it isn't trying to kill you, and there seems to be a lot going on. All right. Run in for the doors. Go get the thing, Kaya. You can do it. This is my plan. I'm going to parkour it over there. So you parkour it over to the door. That's fine. And what are you going to do with that door? The door's 
close. I'm going to try to open the doors. I don't, I'm not going to assume that they're locked okay. because, you know, they had a giant monster guarding the doors. Did they need to lock the doors? I don't know. So we're going to give you a discern realities here, but I'm going to give you a brief description of the thing right, first. I kind of didn't get that. What you're looking at in the doors, okay, it's two double... Uh, honestly, they look like iron doors. But they've got two... An opening in each one into which those cords are running. And then you can hear stuff shifting inside the doors itself as it strains on them. And those cords come back out again, out of the wall above you, out of similar holes. And those cords from above you go into the other side rooms. They're running along the ceiling along a series of just hooks. Running into the side rooms. Hmm. What? The doors have no handles. If you'd like, you could discern realities from more. Yes, I think I would like. This is a weird dungeon you've set up, Trick. It's only the first room. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's a seven. Seven's great. You get to ask one question from the list I below. I do. I am going to ask what here is useful or valuable to me? Because that's the most immediate question. As much as I want to discern other realities. So you are able to hear that uh, Barker and Brother Arva are no longer concerned about the creature in the room but rather seem to think that they've solved some kind of puzzle in the room they're in. And you're willing to bet that whatever it is that keeps the tether on the left going is about to sever. Mm-hmm. Wait, in the room they're in? Yes, because they are in a room where one of the tethers terminates. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought they were in the doorway. They left the door. Uh, they've 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 gone into the okay. room. I'm just keeping them in that doorway there visually, so that you know without being able to see Thank the room. Thank you. Um. However, no such progress is being made on the right hand side because, it, honestly, it sounds an awful lot like Sir Ansa is panicking about something. Mm-hmm. Probably the spiders. I'm gonna say spiders. Spiders and. Oh no, you should be panicking about the spiders, impediment. They are going right oh, at yeah. you. What do I'm you do? Gonna, I am probably going to hack and slash them. Let me think here. Um, let, me, let me look at some moves real quick and uh, think about my narrative options. Um, there are three of them crawling on the ceiling, dripping with that weird, yellowish pus that precedes so, them jetting out their glue Now at you. that I understand that the other party has actually gone into the rooms and I cannot tell whether my former gang member is in immediate peril I do have slightly other priorities such as protecting myself from these spiders or honestly more importantly protecting Izzelt from these spiders so I'm kind of torn between whether I take a whether I take a proactive approach or a reactive approach and I'm thinking I'm going to take a slightly more reactive approach and actually uh, brace myself axe at the ready uh, 
to swipe uh, either at any jettisons of nasty acid or web or whatever, or the spiders themselves if they get too close to our good alchemist. So you're going to post up at that entrance and defend that area? Uh, yeah. I f- I, well, I'm defending specifically Isolt. Fair. Um, give us a give us a roll plus yeah. con. And use this move that I've never heard anyone use, and we'll see how it goes. Hopefully I don't roll shit again. Oh god, I rolled shit again! Alright. Okay, um... Well, I'll just mark another XP. Actually... Mark another XP! Good on you! How many XP have I earned? Eight's Uh, a partial. Eight's a partial, so that's not... That doesn't count. I've only had two full fails. Yeah, yeah, you've had two full fails. Oh god. Uh, I would like you to roll... This is going to be great. You should roll low. Uh 2d6. 2d6? Just plain? Yep. Yep, just straight up. Mmm. I'm going to... Oh, God. Uh. You can do slash R 2d6. I don't want to... I'm scared. Okay, that's not the worst. Okay. But wait, you said it was... You said I wanted to roll low. Aw, shit. Uh... Those three that were skittering on the roof, two of them leap upon you, and they get onto your legs, uh-huh. and they're just biting and binding you yep. there. Yep. And you can feel it creeping in through the armor as they're just gnawing and just, wrapping. Just and you pants. Swear I don't that have you armor. S- you just have pants. Okay. I mean, I count uh, as having armor, but it's not real. Oh, uh, you do reduce the damage from by your armor, yeah. so you're going to take 9 okay. damage. Uh, but the other creepy thing is, is that, honestly, they're beginning to... It, it's like that, that webbing that they spew is actually jettisoning out between their joints and wrapping you to the floor. Oh, great. That's wonderful. By your legs. Mm, I don't like this. <laughs> Isold, there's a sap spider jumping at you. Oh no! What do you do? I will play mm, with my staff. You're gonna you're gonna hit it with your staff? Yes. All right. I would be casting magic missile at it. I don't know that that's. Uh, you would need to defy danger first. If you were going to do magic missile, I'll let you leap into hack and slash, and I will let you defy danger with your staff. That's fine, uh, if you wish. But you're you're not. Uh, it's 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 entering melee with you. Right. So, trying to beat at it with my staff. Okay. So a total of eight. Uh, eight's good. Uh, so. Roll your damage, which is probably going to be like D4. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just making a guess there. I don't actually know what. It's on the sheet for your for your wizard, right? Alchemist. Yeah, it's D4. It's it's D4. Okay, that's got great. That's you can kill it. What'd you get? I got it. Two. That's not great. That is not enough to kill it. I would call uh, it average. But all uh, right. Uh, would you roll a one d six for me? No. 
three. All right. All right. Uh, you take three damage. It leaps right onto your chest, and it's just about to bite you in the face when you manage to push it off and throw it to the ground and hit it with your big stick. But what's weird is is that you've got this like burning sensation where its feet, do they even have feet, landed. That's great. Just eight little pinpoints on your chest, and they hurt like the blazes. Ouch. Everything's bad. Uh, so, uh, tell me, uh, Mm -hmm. Kaya, what's going on over there? Um, so, if one door's about to open, um, if if the one, if the one rope is about to open, that theoretically could open one of the two doors, um, but I don't want to be there right in front of it when the leather, like, snaps, so I'm gonna boogie it over the other side and see how many of these um, little evil spider things I can shoot down with my arrows. Ah, you're going to volley arrows at the spider things? I am going to volley arrows at the spider things. That's great. I love the sound of this. Which spider things are you going to aim for? The ones that are turning into webs... Or the ones that are, or the one that is uh, locked in combat with your. Uh, I'm going professor. to aim for the ones that are turning into webs because I would rather not accidentally hit my professor. That's fine. I love the idea that you might accidentally hit the barbarian. They are turning fine. into webs on my legs. Oh, well, but you're better at defending yourself than truth. If I'm going to accidentally so, uh, hit someone, I would rather it be you. And Truth. I just, I just, I just figure. All right, I can take it. Yeah, you... I probably deserve some friendly fire after what I pulled with those vines outside. If you call out incoming, I'll be like, "What?" There we go. <laughs> I see a ten. Look at that. Uh, you have a clear shot and deal your damage. So roll your damage. Oh right. It's a D eight for rangers. That's what I thought. Okay, so you're going to do 1d8. The arrows fly through the air. I got a 5. Okay, so both of them shatter and 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 explode. Uh they 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 the webbing disappears and the creatures are are destroyed right off the legs of your friend as two of your arrows pierce right into them. Booyah. Completely inappropriately, uh, Reed totally echoes that booyah. It's not like it's her accomplishment or anything. It's just the adrenaline rush of having that explode off her legs. Hey. (laughs) Near-death experiences and all that. Yes. Now, here's the strange thing. One of those cords snaps, just as you expected it. The one that's covering the left Uh door. It shoots out from the, the, the room that was attached into goes into that hole hole through the door and then just like snaps back and strikes the backside of the uh of the monstrous tree beast. Uh-huh. It turns into sort of a black tar immediately and starts bubbling on the ground. Ew. The sap spiders aside from the one that is locked into combat with it is old are now crawling into the room that Shimshackle and uh, Sir Ansa... That sounds right. ...went into. And 
cries of, of battle are being heard. The tree beast is just peering into that opening because it can't fit there. Reed and Isold, what do you do? I think I'm going to try and uh, get it, squish get it. the spider. Get it. Yeah. Step on spider. Get it. Except with my axe. I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is too adorable. So I guess that's just, I don't have any creative ways of attacking it in mind. So, so that's what a hack and So slash? read, you bring your axe down and crush it. It was not looking in your direction. It is. Oh, I dead. don't even have to hack and slash. It is, it is a toasted monster. Oh. Izzled, you've been saved. What do you do? <gasps> I would say, hooray. Uh, we might want to, I'm think. well, or do we have time now? Because it seems like spiders are pouring in here, and it looks like the big monster can't actually move much. Or Well, it can move more now. Hmm. It, it has command of the main room, which you guys are all in. The room it cannot get into is either of the two side rooms. Uh, one of which it's seemingly directed the spiders to crawl into, for it is pursuing either Shimshackle or Sir Ansa for some reason. Hmm. Well, they're up to no good. Should we continue our? Should we? Should we continue beating up on the big monster? I do kind of want to save my former gang member, and if I guess we save that night too, whatever. Shimshackle. Yeah. In the night. All right. Let's go see what they're up to. If we can, I I don't know how much the tree is between them and us. It is. It is almost fully blocking the door into there mm. as it is trying to reach in and get at mm. them, but it's not. It's too wide to do mm. it. Well. Do you have any clever ideas? It is still tethered to the wall by one of those cords. To the door by one of those cords. We could continue beating on it, and that might help your friend. Or that's something I can understand. Because if we set it free, I don't see that it will come after us. Maybe. We we did kind of we did kind of destroy some of its spiders and those vines outside. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know how much they all know about. Well, I mean, probably it totally just saw us smash those spiders. Probably it, doesn't appreciate. It sounds that. to me like you're trying to discern realities. I'd like to look at the pools in the room itself, and the sh- and the shackles, and the and try there, to see. There, there are two toxic-looking pools. There's these weird leather shackles, and there's this one clean water pool, sort of in the center. Uh, I would like you to roll plus whiz to see what you get out of all this. Okay. I got a total of nine. A total of nine will get you one question, except for it sounded like Impediment was actually trying to help you point that oh. out. Impediment, would you like to possibly add a plus yeah. one? Yeah, what am I rolling? But this will expose you to danger should this go uh, poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just rolling 2d6 plus one? Oh, fuck me. Okay, so you've exposed yourself to danger, but you gave a yeah. plus one. Isold, you have a discern realities. I understand that we're running short on time. Uh, you get to ask three of these questions. Mm-hmm. What is about to happen? What is about to happen? 
you notice something strange about the blood, the trail of blood that Anza has left behind. Her blood is not coming out red in the path that leads to the door that she ran out. It is coming out this sort of reddish green, as though two things were mixed together. And you, as an alchemist, recognize that there is sap mixed in with her blood. Whoa. What is about to happen is she is about to be captured by sap spiders. Oh, she's oh, she. in control here. Uh, what is in control here is the tethers. That that blackened mass that they left behind when one of them broke yeah. shows that it is some sort of binding mechanism, either created by a cultist or perhaps some sort of very strange alchemist. You're unfamiliar with it, but whatever it is, it is somehow directing the actions of the monster. Huh. And I guess, last of all, is what here is not what it appears to be. In that pool of water, the clean water, the the, the vile, toxic-looking water would be bad to get on anything. That is exactly what it appears to be. But inside of the the clear water, the clear pool in the middle of the room, you see a beating black heart at the bottom of it, bound in those same leather straps. What? Huh. Well, I'm going to point that out to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Yep, that's great. Uh, uh... That's a thing. Uh... Kaya, what are you, what do you do? Right in front of you, there's a pool with a blackened, monstrous heart of some kind in the at the bottom Question, of it. Can you say there's the a bottom? Creature we trying can to see the bottom. Uh, you can. It's only about it. The, the pool itself is maybe ten feet right. deep, and it's perfectly clear. Mm. Um, the the door the um the cord that snapped. Did, did the door appear yep. to come loose, or is it just like... Uh, the door shivered and shook, but clearly whatever mechanism is inside of them has both cords gotcha. laced through it. You could, via an act of strength, try to kick it, or sever the cord, or do any number of things if you want to just interact with that door, but it's not going to come open yeah. on its own. Okay. Man, I'm using my adventuring gear rapidly, but what the hey? Um, I'm gonna say I'll share mine. <laughs> I'm gonna say that it's pretty obvious that um, Kaya would have a uh, skinning, hunting type knife in her adventuring gear. Yep, sure. Um, and those those are good for cutting things like hide or leather. Um, yep. So I am going to attempt to cut the cord and break it in that fashion. I'm going to give you, uh, this is going to be a hack and slash almost exclusively to give you the chance of bonus damage. So roll a hack and slash. So roll plus strength. Uh, I don't like doing that. Um, so that's just straight up 2d6 because my strength is a zero. Uh, that's six. The six is, that's, that's no well, bueno. You- Made me roll strength, which is lame. Okay, so, so I get a- uh, because this is a weird hack and slash, uh, I'm going to let you roll damage regardless, uh, but it's going to actually hurt you back. So roll your damage. Okay, four. Uh, okay, 
Mark that down that you've done four to the thing. Mark XP because you rolled a yep, six. I figured I was going to get to increase my XP there. Woo-hoo. Uh, it's true. Uh, and you are going to take, uh, well, I'm just going to do this. Uh, five damage as the rear leg of this beast. It just skitters backwards without even looking in your direction and just, like, horse kicks Ow. you. Knocking you over near the crevasse that goes deep into the Ow. ground and just getting you, like, right in the stomach. Ow. Ow. Ow, 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 ow. Uh, and then it rushes back to the door once again. It just gives, it just doesn't, it doesn't care to keep fighting mm-hmm. It has a very single-minded devotion mm-hmm. right now. Is old or uh, impediment? Uh, so how are the spiders? Not is old. Sorry. God yes. Yes. Damn is it. It. Yeah. Is old. Is old or impediment? Yeah. How are yeah, the spiders right. doing over here by my alchemist buddy and stuff? Uh, they've they're gone. They've all stopped paying attention. In fact, you can't even see anymore in the room. So many of them have rushed along the ceiling into the room that your best friend is uh, in. Izzled, best friend Shimshack. I'm gonna do something dumb. Don't follow me. At least don't follow okay. me how I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna Earth. try and parkour or bullshit past the fucking tree monster to get into that room. Okay, so you realize this means you're going over, Yeah, right? I think that there's going to be some kung fu wall running, actually. Yep. Um, yeah, you're Prince of Persianing this shit yeah. up. Yeah, like probably, That's gonna be probably danger, jumping Jax. off of like half of a broken statue to get the height and then the momentum of the wall running, and this could go really bad at like every point. <laughs> yep, yep. Give me a, give me a, a roll plus, uh, roll plus dex. That's a good one. That's, That's a good, a good one. one. You catapult, you, you run up the side of a statue, the statue collapses under you. You realize exactly how dangerous this place is, but it had just enough mass that you leap over the creature, you land on the opposite wall of the corridor, and you bounce down into the room that you're that you're now in with your friend Shimshackle and Sir Anza, who is just being covered by these spiders who are just leaping onto her and becoming webs immediately. Um, which of them is in greater peril right now? Totally Sir Ansa. Shimshackle looks like he'll live? Uh, Shimshackle is in the corridor, in the corner, attempting to earn his name, trying to shim the shackles. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I'll let him do that. I can't help with that. Yep. Um, he does not care to help Sir Ansa at all. Mm. Uh, in which case, uh, god, this is cold. I'm gonna discern realities about this side room. <laughs> That's great. Roll plus whiz. <laughs> oh, god. And I'll tell you a little bit about yeah, this room. because, like, my first priority was Chimshackle, and then kinda, like, there's a little bit of compassion, but on the other hand, like, they may have just been using Shimshackle as a prisoner, but I don't know what's going on here. So that's not a bad plus whiz. That's that's a nine. Is how good is a nine? So this room is a little strange. What it is is it's 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 actually circular. Okay. Um, and there's like a rim that goes all the way around it. Uh, that has inset in it these blackened stones. And on the ground, you can see brass mallets. What? 
what question do you want to ask from the discern realities what list? What the hell? That's not one of the questions on the list. <laughs> That's my favorite question. Um, I hate having to pick just one question. Oh, and by the way, the cord runs along the roof to the very far distant side, which is a hole that goes into one of those stones. It's like tethered to one of those So let me say back what I've heard so far. There, It's a circular yep, yep. room. There are brass mallets on the floor. Like yes. mallets I can pick up and beat things with. Yep, yep. Like, like, and like then hammer. around the circular round edges of the room, there are round stones. Yeah, like uh, like imagine the like room has a trim. Boards? It's about at head height, and there are five of these black stones fitted into okay. that rim. Um, and then the cord thing that you mentioned is meeting up, and into it goes one into the them. center of the black okay. stones, and it goes like into the stone, but just one of them. Just one of them. Just one okay. of those stones. Um, I think I'm going to ask what here is not what it appears to be. So there are actually only four stones. One of them is not made of the same material at all. It's black, certainly, but it is not made of stone. It is not the one, oddly, that the cord goes into. Can I pick up a mallet and throw it at, or hit the stone, whichever it seems more expedient? Yes, you're going to have to reach past swarms of uh, skittering bug mm, monsters. That sounds like another defy danger. I would like you danger. to defy danger yeah. deaths. Because speed is the key. God, you're good uh, at this. Apparently, I just should parkour bullshit all the time and never do anything else. So the mallet that you fling crashes right into that, and you see the stone that the uh, cord was attached to pops off, and the cord runs, like you see that there was like a fake lining along the wall, and it runs to that one that you mm -hmm. shattered, and then the cord just snaps right off and zooms into the All other right. room. You hear a hideous howl as that cord snaps through the end of the wall again, out through some mechanism in the door, out the door, turns into this awful tar and snaps onto the ground with a splatter. Ooh, I'm collecting the... a sample of that. <laughs> oh yeah, totes. <laughs> totes, right down in your gear. Uh, binding tar. Congratulations, you now have alchemical binding tar. Don't know what it does or how it works, but you've got it. The moaning from the tree creature stops. But the sap spiders are still crawling all over Sir Anza. Yeah. And you, uh, Isold and Kaya, you see a complete change in the behavior of this monster. As it just slowly and quietly works its way over to that clean pool and sits like a duck resting on its eggs. Huh. Neat. Yay. Oh, shit. Is anyone gonna help Sir Anza? Uh, I don't see Sir Anza. I'm gonna say to Shim Sham, should I help her? Shim Shackle. Whatever. Shim uh, although Shim Sham sounds like a Gosh. fine nickname to have. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, certainly. Uh, uh, you should help her. Just, uh, you know, help me first. Can I? I'll sure. I'll try a strength to break his shackles. Oh yeah, you just okay. You just you just 
crack, snap. Because the funny thing is, is that it's like, the mechanism it was, there was just no way for him to get his hands yeah. to. It wasn't even so much locked as just well pinned. Yep. And you just kind of like, no, fuck this, fuck that, fuck everything, fuck this thing in particular. Congratulations, if you want the shackles, you can have them, they're terrible. Yeah. Uh, and Shim Shackle is free. Izzled. Sorry about the vines. They were meant for her, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's old. Uh, the monster appears to be resting an egg. <laughs> that heart egg? I'm gonna sketch it. No, I'm gonna take some more samples of things. Like, looking water, and, and the clear-looking water, just in case there's something strange about it. As soon as you touch the clear-looking water, you realize that it is not water at all. It is iron water. You know exactly oh, what this is. You have some on you. It is something you're quite familiar with. Yes, okay. Uh, right. Staying uh, away from that for now. You also have a vial now of toxic water. Of, uh, of, uh, let's, let's call it, uh, fall fallow toxin. That's, that's, that's elegant sounding. You have that for future use. Excellent. Great job. This is, this is quite a... An enlightening and invigorating adventure we're on here. Kaya? Uh, door open now? Isold is being totes oblivious to all the problems of the world, and is instead doing what you would expect a scientist Yay, to do. Yay, Isold. At least she's predictable. Uh, door open now? Uh, the door creaks open, revealing a stairway headed oh. down. Now, uh. I Give you an opportunity, since it is now midnight yeah. where you are, to take a break here and just leave it at Yeah, this. it's a pretty good stopping point, That's a really. Good stopping we finished point. a room. As much fun as it is, I'm kind of. Yeah. Saransa is still bound. Uh, the other two have not come out of. Uh, uh, Brother Arvo. And Barker have not come out of that other room, but you're sure they're watching from the edges. <laughs> Shimshackle is saved. Good job, everyone. And you are through the first room, first and hopefully most dangerous oh, room, yeah. certainly, of Fall Fallow Temple. Should we do? Should we discuss what experience points we got? Oh, we should do. That. Oh yeah, uh, we could do. Yeah, if you've got I've time, can... Hannah, could we do yeah, the end we of can session? Do the session stuff. Move. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, because it is an end of session, so we might as well actually do it. Um, uh, when you reach the end of a session, choose one of your bonds that you feel is resolved, completely explored, or no longer relevant or otherwise, and ask the player you have the character with a bond. The player care you whatever. Ask the other player if you both agree that it is either resolved or significantly changed. You mark XP and change the bond. Hannah, take a look at your bonds. Do you think any yes, of them are resolved? Yes, actually. I would say that Isold has, in fact, proven herself a stalwart companion, and I no longer question her morals. If you don't question her morals, is there another? Is there something else that worries you or interests yes, you about Isold? Yes, in fact. I, um... <laughs> yes, now that now that I trust Isold a little more, I am very intrigued by how 
scientifically and logically she is examining the Birdwoods and desire to gain knowledge from her and share knowledge with her. Uh, so I would write down as your bond, Isold is learning from the Birdwood and I want to know what she's learned. That's a succinct way to say it. Mark XP. Isold, while we're at it, look at your bonds. Do you feel that either either of them have resolved? Nope. Do you think that you've gained a new one? Uh, I don't think so. Um, maybe, maybe Shimshackle in time, I'll have a bond to him. Because, I mean, I just did save his life. Maybe there was, you know, a fleeting moment of, you know, our eyes lock and the background turns to flower petals or something. But, uh... <laughs> I love it. Actually, how about this? Uh, Shimshackle owes you his life. As a bond? As a bond. Okay. But remember, only you feel that bond. That is not necessarily equal. He might not care. Right. Shimshackle owes me his life. There we go. (laughs) Great. Brianna, did Reed uh, experience a change in bond? Well, so I'm pretty sure Isold still... still seems to be strange and confusing and unfathomable to Reed. Not that Reed would know the word unfathomable. Um, (laughs) But at the same time, I think that Reed severely underestimated how potent in a fight Isolde could be um, and has a very distinct newfound respect for uh, don't piss Isold off she'll melt your face off <laughs> um kaboom yeah Isold's ways are powerful do not anger her that seems fair that'll influence further conversations about yeah. what to do and so you mark XP because you 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 voided the bond and got a new one. Alright. Hannah, uh, what is your alignment statement? What is Kaya's uh, alignment Kaya's statement? Kaya's alignment statement is help an error animal or spirit of the wild. And, well... You... You I did. did. Mark XP. Alright. Oh. You sure did. Isold, what is your alignment? Neutral. Discover what, something what is, about a magical mystery. I think that that's definitely oh, a thing yeah. that happened. Yeah. You haven't figured it fully out, but you figured out something. Yeah. So Mark XP. Impediment. Chaotic issue, a convention of the civilized world. I'm not really sure that any conventions have come up to be eschewed. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think it's really, it hasn't come up. I mean, next time I'll offer to braid your hair and you'll be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And it will be great. Oh, that'd be a fun Uh, scene. Okay, now, collectively, the three of you answer these questions one at a time. But it's going to be you as a group. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yeah, a fresh can survive without its treetop part. Mm, Yeah. That is new and significant. I had no idea, and it's deeply upsetting. (laughs) Uh, So, Mark XP? 
did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Has yeah. it been overcome? Yeah. I think yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been over, overcame from its bonds. So mark XP and did we loot a memorable yeah, treasure? Yeah. No, I would say that the samples you took are still not sufficiently no. awesome. Now, if you could get a piece of that heart at the bottom of that well. Yeah, if you want to get that heart, that's sure. You could undo that previous statement about having helped a creature <laughs> of the wild. It'll be great. Thank you once again for listening to The Crooked Thimble as we play Iron Immortals. We have new episodes every week, though juggling the editing of Seven Days a Servant as well as editing this podcast can make the episodes roll out a little late. Seven Days a Servant, my novel set in the Iron Immortals world, is available now on Inkshares. Head over there, order a copy, and recommend the page. Our music this week was Morning City, composed by Sergei Cheremzinov. You may find links to his work in the show notes. Please do share this podcast with whatever means you have available, and remember that the Crooked Thimble is a Patreon-funded company. If you want to hear more of these adventures, please head on over to www.patreon.com slash crookedthimble and support us. And always, thank you. <laughs>